John Levine in. Nick Ashew here. Bet MGM tonight. Missed John Feinstein earlier. Fantastic. Check that out wherever you get your podcasts. Dan Campbell said something. It's just another day that ends in Y probably, Sean. But he said, oh, Jared Goff is a better quarterback in Detroit than he was in L.A. I love it. I love it. I love the confidence. This team right now, everybody, everybody wants to jump on the Lions bandwagon, right? We're talking about teams in the NFC. You start looking and going, is Detroit the fourth best team? Could they be better than Dallas? Dan Campbell first came in and changed the culture. Everybody loved playing behind him, rallying behind him. Here we go. They covered like crazy his first year, but always lost. Then they flipped things around next year. But now, now come the expectations even more on the Lions. And on somebody like Jared Goff, you talk about pressure on Brock Purdy. How about the pressure on Jared Goff now? Well, first of all, we all know that's impossible that he could be a better quarterback than he was with the Rams because he was coached by an offensive genius when he was with he the was, Rams he and was. Sean McVay. A guy that can literally, and, and literally remember Kingsley. every play that he's ever called, yes. Uh, I would consider Sean McVay an offensive genius. The numbers, though, actually say what Dan Campbell's saying is correct. So last year, Jared Goff was really good. He had a 100 rating, whatever that means. I'm not smart enough to figure that out. 29 touchdowns, seven interceptions, threw for 4,500 yards. He only put up those numbers one time with the Rams. All of his other seasons look more like 20 touchdowns, 13 interceptions, 22 touchdowns, 16 interceptions. So I agree. Like, if he was a stock, I can't believe I'm saying this, I think I'd put a little bit of money into Jared Goff. I think he's going up. Now, it's one of those stocks where you're not going to make a killing on it. I'm not suggesting that you put any MVP money on him or anything like that, but if you just kind of look around the landscape. All, not, not even at 30 to 1? Not even 30 not to even 1 at, for Jared not, Goff? Not even, at 30, not even at 30 to 1 because they give out one MVP award in the NFL. This is not like baseball where you give one to each side. So in my opinion, if you're talking about – is he going to be better than Patrick Mahomes and Joe Burrow and Lamar Jackson and Justin Herbert as I hit puberty on the radio? Justin Herbert. There's just way too many guys, I think, that heading into next year, no matter how good of a situation golf is in, that he can win those type of awards. Now, if you're asking me, Nick, a more prudent question like, can he win the division? Sure, right? Green Bay has a ton of questions, especially at quarterback. Minnesota somehow won 13 games last year and got outscored by their opponents and the bears you want to talk about questions at quarterback justin fields when he's good he's great but that's not very often like you could you could talk me into betting the lions to win this division i i think a lot of people are getting talked into that and for me this becomes the do we view them now like we viewed the nuggets right where it was like well it's the nuggets nba finals they were the one seed in the West, and they had the third shortest odds to actually get to the finals at 11-1. So there wasn't a lot of respect for Denver because they don't have that championship pedigree. We Clearly, you don't have that in Detroit either. They haven't come close, ever. So I'd be curious to see how this team starts off and how narrative starts to change around the team and kind of where the market reflects it, whether it's odds to not just make the playoffs but to win the division, uh, what they're looked at week by week in terms of just – the spread, what their money line prices are, all of those things. Like, is the market going to start to reflect more respect and also probably more money coming in on the lines as well? But the way they finished the season is what matters so much to me. They were two and six, and they finished nine and eight. So they went seven and two down the stretch. Now, if that can carry over, that's a team that's not only a playoff team, but a team that could get to an NFC title game. 
if they play the way they did at the end of the regular season, including going into Green Bay and winning, yet still not making the playoffs. The Detroit Lions have the chance to be that team that takes the next step. But it does rest on, most importantly, 30-1 to MVP Jared Goff for them to... like that. We know this in the NFL. Quarterback is what matters the most. Everything comes in second. They're, I'm looking at their schedule, and besides the Chiefs that they have to play early on, I mean, it's a lot of Seahawks and Falcons and Packers and Panthers and Bucks and teams like that. So there's no reason that they don't rack up a bunch of wins early on. And if we're talking about golf, right, we can have a little bit of fun with them. Is he better here? Is he better there? But the truth is, I think we'd agree with this, Nick. He is the best quarterback in the division. If you're going to make me put money yeah. just based on a quarterback in this division, Kirk Cousins, I think he's shown us that He's too up and down for me to bet on, whether it's an individual prop bet or whether it's a futures MVP or whether it's on his team to win a game. He's just too Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde for me to believe that he's actually ever going to take a team deep into the playoffs. That being said, those other teams that we talk about have huge questions at quarterback. So maybe it's process of elimination, but Jared Goff is definitely the best quarterback in this division. The only thing I'd say about Kirk Cousins is, are we talking playoff or are we talking regular season? Jared Goff obviously going to a Super Bowl with the Rams. Cousins hasn't sniffed a Super Bowl. Trust me, would have loved it in Washington. But he also can put up huge numbers in the regular season. You could look at maybe, maybe you go Kirk Cousins as a better fantasy quarterback. But you're going to go with Jared Goff as somebody that can actually now show you all right, you can get something more consistent because he's in the right system and he's got you know, really just less pressure. Jared Goff and the Rams were looked at as a Super Bowl contender very quickly when Sean McVay got there. Like Detroit, they've already overachieved. They have so so little in terms of winning history that anything at this point, uh, it, it's a bonus. It is, but I, look, reasonably no. Jared Goff, MVP, 30-1. to 1. Don't, don't waste your time. Detroit wins 12 games. Okay, maybe. But when you look at the top of the board, Joe Burrow's plus 650. Patrick Mahomes right there with him is 650. Josh Allen's 750. Herbert's 9. Hurts 10. Two of 14. Trevor Lawrence at 14. That's one I really like, by the way. Trevor Lawrence at 14 to 1. Because if you can get to like an I mean, I understand they vote during the regular season, but that could be an AFC title team if all the cards at least fall in their place, as I've talked about with you on this. But you just... It, it's not the level of next guy up that it is in the NBA, but Joe Burrow just has that feel of it being next guy up where Josh Allen's image has been tarnished just a little bit, and I think that could influence the voting unless unless Josh Allen has just a monster season and Buffalo kind of gets back to where we thought they were a couple of years ago. You can't get great odds on him, but if you're going to give me 9-1 to one on Jalen Hurts, who is by far the best quarterback in the NFC. I think the gap between him and whoever you're thinking right now is the second best quarterback, whether you think it's Dak Prescott or whoever you think it is, we all know that Jalen Hurts is proven to be, and he got paid like it, the best quarterback in the NFC. So if I get 9-1 to one odds on him right now, the thing about Burrow is this. There's been a Burrow the last three years. What I mean by that is a guy not named Patrick Mahomes that was favored mm -hmm. to win the MVP heading into the season, right? It was Josh Allen the year before. It was, uh, I want to say, Lamar Jackson the year before that. What are we doing? Stop. We all know that Andy Reid and the Chiefs win 90% of their division games and Patrick Mahomes puts up these crazy highlights and that ultimately the statistics follow. So there's a reason why he's already got a couple of these awards. And if you're telling me that he's got the same odds as Joe Burrow, the only argument that I can make for Burrow 
is that for some reason the voters like to, and this is seems like in every single sport, they like to give the MVP to new blood. Not necessarily always the most deserving guy, but maybe the guy who's the sexy pick or the new pick. We see it happen all the time. And then a guy like Patrick Mahomes comes in and runner up, and 10, 12 years from now we look back on it and go, word? How did that happen? So if I have to bet somebody that's not Mahomes, I guess it's Joe Burrow. But the fact that they're co-favorites is just silly. Patrick Mahomes should be the favorite. And that's not me being a homer. That's just me being honest. But if you look at, there's also the understanding that there's probably going to be some level of voter fatigue this year, too. Like, Mahomes could win MVP every year. Michael Jordan could have won MVP every year. LeBron James in his prime could have won MVP every year. In fact, he put up MVP numbers in his 20th season this year. So, like, it's not just a matter of that. It's also, okay, who has kind of come close? And it's not on the NBA's level where you got to... Because, again, we saw Lamar Jackson win an MVP his first year as a starter. Full starter. I mean, not like a little bit of the season, but the full year from the beginning. It happens. So then you kind of go, okay, if Joe Burrow, Mahomes, Allen, let's say it's not them. Like, where is a reasonable place to go? And you mentioned Hurts. 9-1, to 10-1, to one, depending on where you are. Because he was the favorite for a while. Then you go down the list a little bit more. And you see Lamar Jackson at 16-1. to one. And you see a guy that got paid, that's comfortable now, that has a little more of an offense, that when he's healthy, the Ravens win a lot of football games. And he he climbs just about every year since he's won that MVP into about the top three, sometimes even top two, when you hit that point where it's right in the middle of the season, first half, and he's healthy, and he looks like the Lamar Jackson that won an MVP. 16-1, to Lamar Jackson. Now he's... It just, there's something there. There's something tempting on Lamar Jackson at 16 to 1. There's nothing there. And as much as you sold me last <laughs> week on Trevor Lawrence, like I, Nick, I, you made so many good points about Trevor Lawrence that when I couldn't sleep the other night, I got up and I just Googled literally Trevor Lawrence highlights. And I'm like, maybe he's right. Maybe there is yes. something about this guy. Maybe as much as we talk about Burrow and Allen and my guy, maybe he is like, you got to get out ahead of the curve a little bit. And maybe he is that next dude, but no, stop about all this Lamar Jackson stuff. Lamar, I mean, does, do we really think that because he got paid, now we're going to see the best version of Lamar who wanted to get paid no, what the I last think couple you'll see, of years? Though, I mean, it's, not, it's not the best. It's, it's going to be – you're going to see him on the field in December and January. We haven't had that the last couple of seasons. And, look, there was plenty of whether it's rumors, whether it's talk, whether it's, ooh, maybe, maybe it's hints uh, – he probably could have gone had he had more financial security at the end of this past season. The way John Harbaugh was talking about it, that was clearly part of the issue. I would be shocked if Lamar Jackson ever has anywhere close to another MVP season. And I like Lamar, and I love watching Lamar play. And one of the most bet props that I made last year was Lamar Jackson would have a rushing touchdown in 80-plus yards, and it hit a few times. So I'm a big Lamar fan. But if I'm being honest with myself here, Dude, there's no way that he ever returns back to that MVP form. I think not only what goes first, oftentimes with these athletes, it's their speed, right? It's their ability to cut on a dime. And once that – I remember saying – I'm in Kansas City. I should say this all the, way, all the time about Tyree Kill. Maybe it's not this year. Maybe it's not next year. But if you pay him for the next four or five years, at some point during the length of that contract, his skill set's not going to be the same. And so I'll say the same thing about Lamar. It might not be this year or next year, but at some point, I think Baltimore's going to look back on that contract and go, oh, damn it, what were we thinking? And there's no choice. You have to pay quarterbacks. This no is the choice. Way the market is. You're right, no choice. It never, 
It never changes. Now, yes, out of those two, I'm more comfortable Trevor Lawrence, even though it's 14 to one versus 16 to one, because you know, Trevor Lawrence. I'm I've, I'm glad I've got you at least kind of leaning over. Don't compare to Patrick Mahomes. He's his own player. He's his own quarterback. But just come on over to the side. Come over to the bandwagon now. There's still a lot of space. People have forgotten, Sean. Trevor Lawrence, just get ready. 